your guarantee. Vegas completely fucked up when it came to these odds because like there's no way there's no fucking way it should be this close bro the god I'm still so pissed that I didn't just jump on like even like a couple units plus 130 knowing that there was a chance you'd have no Baker and no uh, fucking backup Case Keenum. Yeah, but plus one thirty so easy. Be- but but the I it's just it's such a pick 'em if you don't. And I was I was looking like if it was plus one thirty, no Baker, I was gonna put a hundred bucks on it easy. Yeah, but the problem is that you saw the odds, and that was with Baker out on like Thursday or Wednesday, and you're like, fuck yeah, I'll take that. But they pushed the game, and you're like, well. Baker's going to be back. Now this is a true pick You push the game back, and you still don't have anybody. Like, what was the point of pushing the game back? Now you look dumb. Now all you guys they do. They got, they got Tackers McKinley back. They got Anthony Walker Jr., their starting middle linebacker, and their leading tackler, and they got Josh Johnson back. So they okay. have a full. You're still, they, miss, you're still missing eight guys on offense. So that's but, all the way tough. But their defense is 100% now. Okay. Well, that's the only reason why, like, I was at minus 135, Raiders minus 135. I was almost, I almost sat this one out because I could have seen this being like, you know, 10 to seven, one way or the other, you know? For the Raiders to win this game, you need to legitly – it's a punter game. The punter for the Raiders needs to pin these guys back into the 10 every single time, every time your offense can't get it going. And that that's how you beat the Browns because you need to have them just run all the way down the field and they're not letting Nick throw the ball. So, I mean, he threw the ball twice, two drives. I don't know, it's tough, especially that you're, like, salivating at the mouth because you saw the Ravens lose again. And the Bengals, yeah, they won a close game, but they didn't look good. So, like, this is the game that puts you back, like, fighting for first place again. And you do it with no one out there. That's tough. I know that's definitely tough. And you're out there without your coach, so that's really bad. Yeah, it's it's not great. But yeah, we're watching. Carl looks this good game. though. Who? Carl looks good. He's nine for nine with a touchdown. Yeah, he doesn't look too bad. Just pass, dump, 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 dump because my my oh, because Garrett's in your fucking mouth. He's in the backfield every goddamn play. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, Derek Carr is moving up in the pocket, though, which is what you need to do. So, I mean, it'll be an interesting game. I think the Raiders have this. It still sucks that you're going into uh, a, a, basically an elimination game without uh, your starting quarterback. But, you know, what are you going to do at this point? Yeah. Um, you gave him two we, days. That's yeah. about all you can do. And Baker's got no symptoms, which is ridiculous, but whatever. Yeah, if uh, we are recording live through the Browns and Raiders game that got pushed to Monday, the NFL just said, okay, you called our bluff. We're going to push the game. We want the money. So they went out and pushed a couple games back. The uh, Rams are playing Tuesday. The Browns and Raiders are supposed to play Saturday. They're not playing right now. And then we have the Vikings later. So very interesting week. COVID has truly left his mark on this week in football, pushing guys back. Almost, I want to say almost 100 players have been tested positive right now for COVID throughout the whole NFL. Yeah, Coaches, more than that now. Yeah, it's pretty bad right now. Um, but, hey, you should have seen this coming at one point in time. You probably should have jumped on the game a little bit and tried to do some preventative stuff. But, Unfortunately, here we are. We're pushing games back, and we're having games that pretty much decides your future with multiple players out. Multiple players out for sure. Looks like Kansas City got a couple players that are on COVID-19, breaking news. Travis Kelsey has been tested positive for COVID, so he is questionable for uh, Sunday's game against the Raiders. More importantly – more importantly, Jared Goff and the hottest team in the NFL, the Detroit Lions, tested positive for COVID. Yeah. Tested positive for COVID. So, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, we're going to talk – Of course, I mean, of course, we're going to talk football. That's going to be great. But, unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of COVID in here and a lot of injuries, unfortunately, because it was a bad week, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Back Guaranteed. My name is Angel. I am with – a very, very sad host, Jay. Jay, a lot of bad things happened to you yesterday. That was that was tough. I kind of like watching football at 4 o'clock. It's not bad. Not bad. I, I mean, granted, I have a very flexible, flexible job where I'm basically off work at 4 <laughs> o'clock, but I could watch a football game at 4 o'clock just about every day, I think. I think that's, like, prime – just make sure they're Mondays, my day's off, 4 o'clock. Just started good, end at 7, rest of the night to hang out. Get ready for the work week. <laughs> There's got to be a way that we can take the NFL schedule and arrange it so that you get, like, eight days off in between games, but you have games on, like, we eliminate all the buys, but you give people, like, 10 days off, 11 days off, 9 days off. I think we could have football six days a week. What 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 sport are you going to give the one day to that? Because that's it. Like the NFL owns Sundays because the rest of the leagues need to eat at some point. Just every day, but every day but Saturday, so you still get college football. You're going to see a Lakers game versus like Boston with like half a million views up against like the Lions versus Jags. Like you don't Would want you rather that. watch the Lions and the Jags 
or the Lakers and the Celtics right now? Two Lions and the Jags sounds great right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, I don't need LeBron out here flopping and shit. I'd rather see if Lions can keep this winning streak alive, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, I would love it. It, would, it wouldn't be too bad going to, like, a NFL schedule, you know, or a NBA schedule, you know, Tuesday, then you're off until, like, Wednesday, then you play Thursday, then playoffs, you just get back together on Sundays. That wouldn't yeah. be bad. That wouldn't be a bad schedule. It would be nice. I'm just saying. I don't hate it. Imagine, like, hey, guys, sorry, I need a half day today, like, on a Wednesday, I have to go to a football game, and then, like, I need Thursday off. Like, sorry, guys. <laughs> it's a it's a playoff game. I'm, I'm going to be out for a while. <laughs> That'd be fucking amazing. I would be. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter how many days or what day you play because the Bucks are in trouble. They can play on Tuesday. They can play on Thursday. They can play on Wednesday. The Bucks are in trouble. Disagree. It was a bad game. It was a very bad game for the Bucs. Shut out. 9-0 up against the Saints. Granted, the Bucs did not let a touchdown in either. So it was a very defensive game. If you like offense, wasn't the game for you. But for me, Jay, hey, this was a great game. Awesome game. Tom wasn't able to get his shit together. Godwin is now out for the season, which is very bad for him. Very, very bad. You did not want to sign a contract. You held out. You got a franchise tag. You're a free agent next year, and now you are dealing with a torn ACL. You won't see another $14 million in a year for probably another five years, Godwin. <laughs> Make sure you save these because it's going to be ugly for you and your return, and who wants to take the gamble on you? It's going to be tough. But, hey, he was the leading receiver for the Bucks. That's tough. On the other side of the of the formation, you got Mike Evans. He is also out. He went out with a hamstring, went back in for a play, came back out, threw his gloves to the fans, and was done before halftime. Not a good look for hamstrings. We know that. What do you do? Now, I'm not saying that they're depleted because unfortunately or fortunately for them. They don't have a choice. They're bringing A.B. back. Whatever Bruce had to say about everything, today he was like, you know what, guys? Time served. I'm going to bring him back. He did his time. We're good. Don't worry about it. But if everyone was healthy, it'd be a very, very different question. But A.B. will be back next week. They're also going to be getting a corner next week. I don't know who it was. I think a Newman or some shit like that. Uh, Edwards. Edwards, there you go. So he's back. So you get a DB back, that's good. You're now getting a receiver that you now truly desperately need. You have the Panthers. Then you have the Jets, I think it is, in the middle there. And then you have the Panthers to close the season. I feel like your battle for number one spot now needs a little bit of help. But what do you think about the Bucks now? With all these injuries, what do you think of their Super Bowl chances now? I think they're I think they're the same. The same. Exact same. 
That's tough. Here's the thing. Uh, AB, AB is a better, more important receiver than Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin has looked good the last few weeks, but uh, he's still not a reliable receiver. He looked terrible in the postseason. How many catches did he have in the Super Bowl? One? One. In the playoffs, he had as many big drops as he had big catches. I am not losing sleep over over uh, Chris Godwin. No, I'm pretty he's, he's, sure. over, he's overpaid as long as you have Antonio Brown back. And as long as that ankle's healthy, it's you're not going to miss him. Sorry, Mr. Big Chest got this. It's not a big deal. I will say this. Uh, being able to win out, uh, Tom Brady is going to be the biggest Minnesota Vikings fan when they play Green Bay. Because <laughs> I think if, if everybody wins out now and the Packers drop one, Bucks are the one seed. Yep. They have all the tiebreakers. So that that game is going to be interesting, especially with Aaron Rodgers being as banged up as he is um, with that foot. Green Bay and Tampa Bay both really need that rest, especially when you look at Leonard Fournette and um, – Mike oh, yeah. Evans are both soft tissue injuries. If you can afford to rest them as much as possible, you really do need to. Um, but, I mean, no offense, the Panthers look fucking awful. With uh, a quarterback who could throw, I would, I would maybe be a little bit concerned about the Buccaneers or about the Panthers. But it's Cam. Like, no offense, Taysom Hill throws the ball better than Cam. Yes, like, he does. I, I'm yes, not I'm not I'm not worried about that. Like, my God, the Cincinnati Bengals looked like such dog shit yesterday. And at no point where I was I ever worried that the Panthers were gonna win. No, God. Not at all. No. Like there's or I'm sorry, Buffalo. Buffalo. I'm thinking of a different game. Buffalo played Carolina. There you go. Buffalo. Buffalo looked terrible. Like Josh Allen looked bad. Like their defense like actively let them in the game and they have the worst rushing defense in the league. And I was only concerned with will the Bills win by 17 or 10. <laughs> like that was it. They won by 17. They cashed me two bets. It was great. I doubled there down. I live bet them 14 and a half and 16 and a half. But anyway, <laughs> um, it was uh, – it's – I'm just not concerned about Carolina with Cam. Uh, Chuba Hubbard isn't that great. Cam can't get the ball to your receivers. Did you see that ball on the goal line? Like, looks, he, looks made like Patrick, he made Patrick Mahomes' ground ball look like all-star level. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> like uh, – like, and you can't even blame him dropping his shoulder. Like, Mahomes, oh, he dipped his elbow. He did all this shit. No. Cam just missed. Like, dude's a fucking truck, turned to the side, and couldn't complete the ball 15 yards away. Yeah, that's tough. Like, I am not worried. I'm not worried about the Carolina Panthers. Uh, if I am the Dallas Cowboys, I'm a little bit concerned. you got to play Philly again. I mean, we'll see what they look like. They have a game tomorrow night against Washington football team. You know, if they lose that. That could be a surprise. That, I mean, you're talking trap game. Yeah. You're talking trap, trap games. That could be a trap game. 
Definitely um, a trap. And then Green Bay. Green Bay's got to go Cleveland, who might have everybody back and be real pissed off. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota on Sunday night at Minnesota or at home. Sorry, at home. Mm-hmm. And then they got to end the season against the hottest team in the NFL in Detroit. That's a trap game, bro. Dan Campbell <laughs> might Dan Campbell might injure Aaron Rodgers during warmups. He might rock some like metal baseball spikes, go out to shake his hand, and actually step on his foot just because he's that's gamesmanship to Dan Campbell. Are you kidding me? For that last game, Dan Campbell <laughs> might suit up. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely gonna suit up for that. Like, oh yeah, I get a chance to make Rogers play one more game. Yeah, yeah, gonna play this one. <laughs> Dan, Dan Campbell's gonna sign Greg Hardy the last week of the season. <laughs> hey, Greg, get over the guy, drop a right hook, and you're good. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> Just keep it to the other team. You can do whatever you want. That's it. You're good. Yeah, that yeah. that that is the ultimate trap game the Lions last week of the season because they hung with Green Bay in Lambeau for half a game. They're trying to show they're better. They're trying to show their contenders. Man, if you can beat the Cardinals and end the season beating Green Bay, that is a statement end of the season for Dan Campbell and the Lions, and you are looking really fucking good. So in terms of their Super Bowl chances, I like them just as much. You're going to get Brashad Perriman back next week. You're going to have A.B., Brashad Perriman. Um, you're going to have Gronk back. You're going to have Great Brait. You're going to have O.J. Howard. You're going to have to depend on O.J. Howard a little bit more. He's going to have to actually do something. You need Scotty Miller to look better. Scotty Miller, I'm going to chalk it up to Rust, but he did not look great. He was just off all night long. Yeah. Um, Tyler Johnson has his moments where he looks like, okay, he can be a solid three receiver. And then he has moments where it's like, man, you are you are absolutely trash, um, but the defense looked great. Uh, the secondary looked really good. Uh, stopped the run. Stopped a pretty complicated offense. I mean, they gave up nine points against the dirtiest team in the league. Like, I, I don't know what else you want. I mean, they're going. They're rolling into Brady at Brady's knees. They're going low on everybody. Gronk's running a seam route, and you've got a guy basically on his hands and knees just trying to trip him up before the ball's even in the air. The Saints are a dirty fucking team. They've always been a dirty team, dirtiest <laughs> team in the league. Bounty gate. Like, oh, that's, that's what it comes down to. Like, when it comes down to, like, they, they're they a matchup problem for Tampa Bay because they bring interior pressure from the outside. They have – Tall, uh, big body safeties who can hang with Gronk a little bit. So Tampa Bay needs to be on their shit. And Tampa Bay was men down, you know? It, yeah. it was I, – I told you, I said on this program, the Tom Brady, the Saints do weird shit to Tom Brady. I don't think this is going to be a walk in the park. And, like, was I until the fourth quarter thinking that this was going to be a 7-6 Tampa Bay win? Yes, but once Evans went down and Godwin went down and Scotty Miller looked terrible and Gronk dropped the touchdown ball, I, I mean, I, ch- there was still a chance Tom was going to find a way to come down here and win the game. <laughs> but again, like deep down, like the signs, bro, 
you got to follow this. Like, it just wasn't their night. It's like some of those Super Bowls, like when they lost to the Giants, and it's like like that Wes Welker catch when he goes over the top and he just plays it wrong and drops it. That's like you feel it, man. This, this is not our night. This is not going to go well. And it was just one of those nights, but, you know, whatever. I, I maintain – that was a dirty win by the Saints who needed it because it's their quote-unquote Super Bowl. Great Up win. the Saints. Uh, Bucks are still alive. Needed uh, that. So are the Saints. Whole lot of money. <laughs> That's all I got to yeah. say, Angel. All right. Whole lot of money. Not show me the money. Whole lot of all money. Right. Last question before we get into uh, the second Remarkable game of the uh, week. Taylor Fade, Tom Brady, over under 20 rushing yards for the next three games. Your boy's done running, right? Uh, I'm going to go over. Oh, you're going to tail it, huh? <laughs> Even after over. his run where he fumbled and he gets up like, oh, shit. <laughs> stop running the ball, man. Your coach said stop running the ball. Listen to your coach. Stop running the goddamn ball. Bro, you need seven yards. You had to get seven yards. What do you want, you know? The fact that when he runs the ball now and he kind of, like, fucking puts his shoulder down and he gets his extra two yards, like, damn. What if Tom actually ran for the Patriots? Bro, he just wants it that fucking bad. (laughs) All right. We touched about a little bit, but the Lions, hottest team in the game, or – are the Cardinals done? Both. <laughs> I knew it was going to go Bro, here. I said the defense for the Cardinals is suspect without J.J. Watt. And it's not even that J.J. Watt is like an MVP type player. It's just the sheer amount of consider- – like you don't have to give any attention to their right tackle right now. You don't. Their right end. You don't have to. Uh that means you double Chandler Jones. Like, look at how much better Aaron Donald is when they have other weapons for him. Like, it's night and day different. So, I mean, that's the biggest thing for me. Is like, J.J. Watt is that important. And, like, it's not just a meme. Like, the fuck it, Deion Hopkins down there somewhere. Like, that is legitimately how Kyler Murray operates. He runs a fuck it offense which is great when it works but you know what going for two is great when it works to win the game Uh and when it doesn't you look like an idiot an idiot with balls so no complete idiot that played themselves out of the playoffs but yeah no so it's legitimately like not the same when you're throwing it up to deandre hopkins maybe the best receiver in the league versus fuck it rondale moore's down there somewhere (laughs) <laughs> and part of that is on Cliff Kingsbury because DeAndre Hopkins is the only – is like the biggest bodied receiver you have, and he's the only jump ball receiver you have. You've got all these fast little slot guys who can run crossers. Like your backup is – who's their one receiver right now? Is it Christian Kirk? Christian Kirk, A.J. Green, and Rondell Moore. That's what yeah. you're working with right now. Yeah, so Burner, who isn't known to be a go-up-and-get-it guy – aged receiver who clearly all is still not quite on the same page as Kyler based on yesterday and small slot receiver, like more of a weapon than an actual receiver. 
like more of an athlete than a receiver. You got so, Zach Ertz. And you've got a tight end who can't block. <laughs> who That's the exactly Eagles right. gave away for like nothing. Yeah. The uh, Cardinals put up 12 points and the Lions put up like off 30. So they have problems. They have the best record in the NFL right now still. Or they're tied for the best record in the NFL, but looks like they're going to slip out of there. Do you think they will lose the division? That's tough because the Rams do look really good right now. Uh, they do. And both of the teams don't have, have a like a terribly matchup. tough end to the season. You know what I mean? Right. Yep, yep. So it's, yeah, it's uh, going to be tough. Yeah. But going into the playoffs, first round out for sure. Yeah. That's I what it looks like. They they don't I mean we'll see how D Hop comes back, but even so, like I they are definitely not a favorite to win the Super Bowl. Not anymore. They looked great four weeks ago, five weeks ago, when they just lost Kyler and Colt was winning the games and they were just waiting for guys to get healthy and come back. But right now, Hop doesn't look like he's gonna come back until at least the playoffs. And when he comes to the playoffs, he might only be at fifty percent. Or he might miss the so, first round. Yeah, or that too. So, like, it's going to be a very, very slippery slope going up. The only thing that you did this season is save Cliff, Cliff Kimberry's job, and Kyler kept his job because there was big questions on can Cliff do this job and is Kyler a, a number one quarterback? Well, you got both. But it's not going to be the season that you wanted at the end. I mean, here's the thing, man. People don't talk about it enough, but everything they say about Baker Mayfield, they could say about Kyler Murray. Yeah, the only thing difference is 4-3 and 4-8. I mean, (laughs) here's the thing. The only – like, legitimately, the only difference between Baker and Kyler is Baker is in a run-first offense – and Kyler is in a run last offense. Like you give Baker Mayfield, DeAndre Hopkins, like all these weapons that run the scheme that they're running, this air raid scheme, he put up very similar numbers too. And he would do some of the same things through the gra- on the ground. The difference is he's not asked to, and this roster on Cleveland's team isn't set up to. No, definitely not coached to too. Cliff is definitely West Coast, get it up and down the field. Kevin's going to go I and just run it all day long. So. But, I mean, just just watch because they what they say to Baker, oh, could Baker do it without the run game? Any quarterback could put up those numbers with this team. Watch for them to say the same shit about Kyler Murray. Man, with this roster, Kyler should be doing better. Man, anybody could do it with these receivers and this defense. I mean, I'm not saying, but I am saying – Watch out, because I i mean, he may have staved off the hot seat, but when he goes into a contract year, be careful. I mean, I could see there being some hesitation to paying him a lot of money. Whole lot of money. Um, you won't get Lamar money. You won't Lamar get Lamar should have gotten Lamar money. Yeah, the only two guys that deserve their contracts is Dak and Mahomes right now. So the other guys, I don't know. It's going to be, like you said, Baker needs to take a friend, uh, hometown discount so he can get some weapons around him. 
Brett Hundley could do what Kyler Murray does. Gardner Minshew could do what Baker Mayfield does. The Ravens is a system. If you're mobile, you could run it. <gasps> All right. <laughs> that could be it. If you're mobile, you can run that offense. Yeah, I mean, I, I think mean, they – then again, Flacco ran that offense, so I don't know. The different offense, though. Oh, God. They, they've completely changed it, and they've built this offense around uh, Lamar Jackson. But at the same time, I think people need to realize, like, they've built a pretty solid offense around Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And Lamar Jackson's skill sets may be elite, but, like, when it comes down to it on the NFL field, what's the difference between Lamar Jackson and – I don't know, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, like all these guys. I mean, it's mostly vertical. It's up and down the field. Whereas other guys maybe don't have quite that explosiveness, but they're a much bigger threat to heave it down the field at different angles and different parts of a rollout. Yeah, the Ravens lose a sad one again. They had a chance up against the Packers. The Packers, they took it down the wire. 31-30, they lost. John Harbaugh rolls the dice again, and he's 0-2 this year. How about how about this? Shame of the week, Dan Orlovsky from ESPN, who had the balls on ESPN this morning to say that yesterday was the best Aaron Rodgers has ever looked in his career. Man, I did not see that game. So I... You lost to the Ravens by one. But you won the Ravens by one. I, I mean, you almost lost, you you won by one point. You were literally the worst two point conversion play from losing to the Ravens, a banged up Ravens team with like no weapons. That is, uh, it's absolutely I know, crazy. I know Dan was up there talking about the defense. There's the defense that and yada yada yada. So Aaron They're missing gets their top two corners. Yeah, he, you, you, they were missing their top two corners, and you have Devontae Adams, who's the best player on either team, maybe out on the field. It's crazy. Like the Aaron Rodgers and say, like, no offense, because I, I think, you know, whatever. Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback. I respect Aaron Rodgers and how he plays, but Jay speaks for himself on that one. But again, like, people, people act like Aaron Rodgers is playing with fucking practice squad players. Not Dude, if, it was for, if it was up for fucking Dan, he would have got the MVP off of that last fucking game. And he only won by one. Don't listen to Dan, guys. Stupid. Honestly, here's my thing that's more, more concerning to me is I don't mind going for two. I actually think it's great, especially when you're tired and you're going up against a team like uh, the Packers, and you're at a point where in the NFL, I mean, for better or for worse, overtime could come down to a coin flip, win or lose. I mean, it might very well just come down to 50-50. If you flip that coin, there's a chance you might not get the ball back. Uh, I don't mind it. The issue I have is, my God, I feel like both of those two-point conversions were the worst play call of the day. Like, why are you saving, like, the worst play call for last? Like, you're you're going to throw the ball into a double-team Mark Andrews when Tyler Huntley has not been stopped on the ground, and you're a read-option offense. 
Like, where's no creativity, no anything. You can't run, like, maybe a jet sweep to Bateman or a jet sweep fake. For fuck's sake, run a triple option. I don't care. You're on the two-yard line. I would have almost rather had Huntley just QB sneaking up the middle. Yeah. Just do something that makes sense. But these plays, they're just too – the plays are too close – and there's not enough space and there's too much holding going on that the referees are not going to call it at that time. And I get, I get big on big. I, I get big on big. I get you want to like lead with your best players, but my God, if you were going to drop back and throw the ball and you're the Baltimore Ravens and you had to cover one person, who are you going to cover if you're Green Bay? Andrews for sure, 100%. Yeah. Mark Andrews, the, guy the guy who's killed you all day. And what yeah. do they do? They forced it to Mark Andrews like there wasn't even another option. What is, what is wrong with the old traditional fake handoff, roll out, see what the options are, and guess what? I'm a mobile quarterback. I'm just going to have to stick my nose in here if it's not looking good. Not hard. Not hard at all. Good God. Well, with that loss, they are out of the playoff picture. So if the playoffs end today, the Ravens would be out. The Bengals would win that division. And there's not enough spots in the uh, wild card because you lose some of those tiebreakers. So, yeah, that game, you're out. But if you were to roll the dice and went into overtime, you could have been two for two. I don't, Man, I – Tough, tough, tough. That's I told you my thing. If you're gonna go for it like that, I just expect you to have a better play in uh, in like the holster. Oh yeah, but <sighs> I'm not making that call. I'm just saying. <clears throat> All right, and more sad news for Jay. What happened? to the New England Patriots. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. They came out slow. They don't usually do that after a bye week. Uh, you are one tackle, one plug tackle away. Hightower makes that play 99 times out of 100 where you've got – you're the primary guy to stop a rusher. He overran the – he overran Taylor. You lose it that way. That's not a big deal. Honestly, I think if anything, this is a more of an indictment on the way the Patriots are handling Mac Jones, because when Mac Jones was able to open it up, things went really well. I think they tried to establish the run that wasn't working. Even I knew they like the Colts said it in their pregame press conference. Like, hey, we know what they want to do. They want to run the ball. And we are going to take away the run and let Mac Jones beat us. And what Josh McDaniels did for three fucking quarters would said, I think we can still run this ball. Nah, dude. Like, again, you're looking at a guy like Nikhil Harry who won his matchups all day long. Uh, I think if you get to do that again, it goes way differently. I think you, if you look at the film, you're going to see a lot – more good Mac than bad Mac. And uh, I mean, I think this is a good loss to take for new England right now because they can still win the division next week. 
They're a home favorite against Buffalo. And yeah, I, I, do, I don't think you can win the number one seed anymore. Well, I don't think you can win a game like that again when you have a quarterback who throw who completes five passes. Yeah. I'm doing that. So, it should have been run all your run plays against the Bills and come out with a whole different scheme against the Colts and actually let Mac throw. They didn't let they didn't let it happen. Also, Mac no Damian Harris. <clears throat> no Damian Harris hurts a lot that team. It hurts a lot of people, trust me. I've got actual money on these games, and you're bitching about your fantasy matchup that you're not even going to make the fucking playoffs. Piece of hey, shit. I'm a two-time champion in that league, okay? And I'm barely surviving. I need Adam Thielen not to show up tonight. But that's on personal shit right now. I'm going to break my one rule, and I'm going to place a bet on Adam Thielen to score two touchdowns and get 100 receiving yards. I'm going to clip that as you saying Adam Thielen is a good receiver. All right. No, I just apparently. <laughs> no, that's what you right said. Now, so I'm no, that, going to take advantage of it to win money. That's what you said. You said Adam Thielen is a good receiver. He is. This He's guy. one of the top 100 receivers in the NFL. <laughs> Rank him. Uh, 99 receivers. I knew you. And then Adam I knew Thielen. you would. I knew you would. <laughs> and then Adam Thielen. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> the Bengals look bad. So the bad. Broncos. So bad, so bad, so bad. Hey, Joe Mixon, wake the fuck up. Like the what? – what is the problem with the Bengals? I have an opinion. I want to hear what you think. Because um, I'm getting heated about it because nothing pisses me off than good players who suck who can't put it together about, and win games and look good doing it. Talk about Jamar Chase. Are you talking I'm, about Joe I'm, I'm, I'm a Patriots fan, so I'm used to, like, efficient football and, like, oh. maximizing talent. And watching – like, it, to me, it, it comes down to the offensive line. The offensive line has just not shown up in three weeks. What did you expect when they drafted Jamar Chase and not a cornerstone Hall of Fame tackle? Bro, I'm not asking for I'm not asking for top five offensive line. I'm talking about give me what you gave me the first 10 weeks of the season. It was gonna go downhill eventually. That's what happens in offensive line. They look good for a very good stunt, and then they look bad. Last three weeks, they look bad. They're, can they figure it out? Yeah, they got three weeks to figure it out, but you can't go into the playoffs with a bad offensive line because then that's what you're going to get. 10-15 against the Broncos team that loses their starting quarterback, and they're going to lose him for a while. Teddy gets carted off, face mask off his helmet. It looks bad. He has a major concussion. You throw Drew Locke in there, and Drew Locke sucked. This game should have never been this close. You should have figured out a way to get it to your guys, and you're not doing it. Next week, you can't do that. Every game for the Bengals right now is a must win. Because if they lose two, they're out. Got to play better than that against the Broncos. And the Broncos, yeah, I think they're done now. They're officially just looking to 
see what quarterback falls to them between 10 and 15 because eh, you might get them because this quarterback draft sucks, but you're not going to get a good guy that's a top guy. And, hey, you never know. You might get Aaron Rodgers. But right now the Broncos are done. Teddy's out. We lose to a shitty-looking Bengals team. It happens, I guess. Yeah, I, again, Teddy was never the answer. You hate to see that happen to uh, to him. He's, I mean, by all intents and purposes, he's a nice guy. Like, Teddy's a good dude. You hate to see him go down with an injury like that. Scary injuries. Quite a few of them this week. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the Patriots, right? Can I just say, and speaking of head injury, Andrew Sandejo is a piece of shit. <laughs> like – he, I, I, because of where we live, like I had to watch him for years with the Vikings. And then I, I like Baker Mayfield. So I had to watch him with Cleveland. And now I have to watch him a bunch of times playing with Indianapolis. This motherfucker cannot hit somebody. When he hits somebody, all he sees is green because he's looking straight down at the field. Like, I don't understand. Like, this man, this man, when they study his brain, like, my God, like, he has knocked himself out twice. Twice. Like, after the first time, they're like, bro, maybe you should be careful. Like, he has never seen who he hits. <laughs> and, like, it, it's dangerous. Like, he's knocking people out of games because he's leading with the crown of his helmet, looking straight down, just projecting him stuff, himself through the air. Like, that was what the kid in high school football did. And he's like, oh, he thought he was such a good special teams gunner. Cause he, and like the coaches would be like, yeah, he's not going to college. Go break that wedge on kickoff. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, he's just injuring people for no reason. And I don't understand with all of the yeah. shit they do for player safety, I've not seen him get called for one targeting penalty. He's a hard hitting safety. There's not that many in the league. All of them are kind of ball hawks. He's but a you're not. But you're not allowed to do that with the crown of your helmet. He's going shoulder first. Come on now. And then his crown of his helmet gets there, but he's going shoulder first. Yeah, his shoulder gets there after his head, like, collapses into his shoulder. What are you talking about? Was it a low hit? It was a low hit, right? Or Andrew Sanejo came in flying. It wasn't a high hit. No, he hit in the head. It was head to head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got an old school out of the game. There. You have an old school ref out there. Out there, who knows? You Commodus from Gladiator. <laughs> hey, I, let football players play, man. Come on now, you out of you. Come on now, you play the game. If you, you want to hurt yourself, game. that's fine. I don't care if Andrew Sandejo cripples himself on the field and has to use his mouth to blow into that straw to wheel himself out next season for an inaugural coin flip. I don't care. But when you're doing that into other players' heads, who I need for fantasy, you can fuck right off. Oh, oh, look at that. Look at that. Upset about your fantasy team. Here's the thing, man. <laughs> Nikhil Harry needs all the help he can get. Oh, shit. That's what you get, starting to kill Harry. <laughs> Dude, he looks so good, though. I mean, yeah, until he doesn't. He, he was winning all the one-on-one matchups with uh, 
I don't even know. Xavier Rhodes, I think. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and say that shit again. <laughs> Go ahead and say that shit again. You yeah. did that shit against Xavier Rhodes. I don't. I don't even know who their starting corners are for the Colts. I just. I know Xavier Rhodes is on the team. Yeah, he's one of the starters. Come on now. <laughs> oh man. Hey, Laron didn't Landry, I tell you? That, I don't know. Didn't I tell you that the Titans suck? I told you that the Titans suck. I mean, told you. Different game with Derrick Henry. I mean, of course it's a different game with Derrick Henry. You put Derrick Henry on anybody's team, it's a fucking different game. But Ryan Tannehill is a guy that gets paid big money to show up and you lost against the Steelers in the fourth quarter. You were up 10-0. You let them come back and win 19-13, and now the Steelers look like they could find a way to crawl themselves and back into the shitty division. That'd be great. Steelers winning this division. Man, I, I first off, I don't think it's happening, but we'll no, see. Because here's the thing. They play the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, no, definitely not happening. Definitely not happening. If if the Steelers beat the Chiefs, I will I will never stop laughing at you. So that's all there is to it. Um, and that, would be, that would be worse to me than the Cardinals losing to Detroit. There's the no Steelers way that should happen. The Steelers still have are you are you, receivers. Are you Are you getting ready? Are you hedging a bet here? Steelers no. They're actually really good just in case you lose. No, they're not that good. They're not that good, but they're, they have the talent to – Make it happen. Like if Najee Harris gets running and Big Ben can make a couple throws, they can beat anybody out there. They can. Not more Chiefs, but you know. more importantly, back to Chiefs Titans or not Chiefs Titans, uh, Steelers Titans. Julio's done for the year. Yep. Maybe back for the playoffs. We'll see, but not looking great for anything else. Derrick okay. Henry. At this point, you might need him back earlier. Uh, you might need him to play week 17, 18 if he's able to. And, yeah, it's just not – A.J. Brown, is he going to play again this season? Yeah, he's uh, coming off the IR this week and will be back for the Chiefs game. Yeah, you, you, really, need, you really need all hands on deck. And I, I – it's tough, man. They might sneak into the playoffs after – going, what, five games in a row where they just beat the top five teams in the in the AFC? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. But, again, health, health is wealth, man. Health is wealth. You got to be careful. There's going to be a new COVID variant. We're all going to get COVID in the playoffs. So, Fucking bubble. Fuck it. No, it would be very interesting. I would not like to see the t- Titans in the first round if Julio comes back, Derek, doesn't play any games in the season, but that's his first game back. That gives him his full, like, eight weeks out. Like, yeah, that would be a very tough game to play. But the Titans do not look good. Bro, they I've are not no, right now. I've got no attention span right now. Jackson Mahomes is 1,000% going to get Patrick COVID the week before the playoffs. That man, that man, I have never – like, very few people on this planet – give less of a shit about COVID than Jackson Mahomes. 
my man is coming in with a crowd of people unmasked to a Kansas City bar trying to get table service. This man, this man has 700 variants of COVID inside his body right now. He is one handshake and hug away from Patrick, from like just killing Patrick, like Listen, straight up. I have a, I have a source that knows a guy that knows a guy that follows a guy on TikTok that Jackson Mahomes is not going to be around Patrick. Patrick is very upset with Jackson. So Jackson is in the doghouse. That means he might not be able to make any games until the playoffs. So that means he's going to get to get a ticket, go through the front like everyone else because Patrick's upset. So I'm not worried about that. Not worried about that at all. We'll I hope man. all my 17 sources are correct. It's December 24th, <laughs> baby. Christmas time. Oh. Mm-mm. Fucking Zoom that shit. <laughs> That's what the NFL needs to do. Make their players Zoom Christmas. I'm waiting. Playoff time. You're just gonna you're gonna be following Jackson Mahomes around with like a blow dart gun. Just every time he gets too close to Patrick. No, I'm gonna out. make I'm gonna make Patrick wear one of those. Uh, right before COVID, we seen the guy with the tube with the swimming tubes around his head, so six feet. That's what we're gonna get Patrick to wear. Like, get away. Get away. What are you up to, Brittany? Stay away. Go. I mean, his wife seems like she doesn't really give two shits about COVID either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's got to go, too. You, everyone, go to Florida. It's warm. Patrick's going to play here. We're good. I'm going to send him a COVID smallpox blanket. Oh, now we're going to get canceled. Good job. (laughs) It's only a matter of time. My bubble idea sounds a lot better now that you say all that shit. <laughs> for My you, baby, it sounds terrible for me. Bubble the whole NFL. Yeah, you would love that. Get Patrick in a dome. Don't make him play at Arrowhead. No, actually, I wouldn't like that. Patrick Mahomes is like one in three in the dome, so I wouldn't want that at all. It's weird how the AFC has pretty much – all their fucking stadiums outside and the NFC pretty much has all their stadiums inside. Kind of weird, but we'll see how that goes. Um, we were wrong. We were kind of really wrong. You, you're going to have to be more specific with us. James Robinson and the Jags. Hey, James, now Ooh, you got a real hey, big hey. battle. Of Steve. Easy there with that wee shit. What are you, French? <laughs> I believe my exact words were I'm not touching the Jaguars minus 200. Um, yeah, I did. I, 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 <laughs> I, I know I, you did. I definitely thought this, it always happened. But, of course, the Jags couldn't make it happen because they're just a shit franchise. Every time a coach gets fired, the next game, the team just rallies around the fucking, oh, he got fired, let's play better. We're going to rally around ourselves. We don't need a coach. It's us. No. Jags go out there and look absolutely shitty. Bro. Yeah, I don't don't know. Maybe Like, here's the thing. When you fire a coach, you need to hire, like, 
Ed Ogeron. You need to hire like a Dan Campbell type. You need to hire like a dude, especially when you get rid of Urban Meyer. You need to hire like somebody who's chill. You need to hire, you know, freaking uh, what's his name, Doctor Doctor Heat, Greg Williams. Greg Williams, that's right. Uh, like you need to hire like a legit psychopath. Daryl Bevel is just boring. Like he's not gonna give you a speech like, "Hey, this is us. We're all together on the team." Like, fuck this, fuck that. Like, you're not gonna get that from Daryl Bevel. Daryl Bevel's gonna be like, "Okay, guys, we're gonna play smart football. We're gonna follow the game plan. We're gonna run the ball. We're gonna play our positions." Nah, that's, that's not that's not gonna win you games as an interim head coach. No. That's just gonna get people calling their agents saying, "Get me the fuck out of here." <laughs> yeah, Trevor's probably going to be the first one on the line if they don't get him a good coach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I I could see Trevor not being the uh, quarterback of the future. I, I mean, I don't want to compare him to Josh Rosen. I think he's had a better better year than that. But you're definitely starting to see. Trevor's potentially not like a can't miss prospect, like yours truly said. Like, I just didn't see can't miss from Trevor. You gotta you gotta be real fucking careful about who you bring in there next. Yeah. Real careful. Joe Brady. Because we are still in a territory where Gardner Minshew could have more wins than Trevor Lawrence this year. We're still the territory. <laughs> yeah, well, the Eagles look bad, but they play tomorrow night, so we'll see how that goes. Very interesting. Uh, two games we didn't really talk about much was the Cowboys and the Giants. Cowboys kind of took care of business there. 21-6. to six. Danny Dimes is out for the year officially. They're shutting him down with his neck issue. So... Um, looks like the Giants will be going into a new quarterback next year. True shot at that. Real shot at that. Danny Dines did not look good before the injury, and now that he's injured, I think that kind of seals a deal for him. And then the Dolphins, 31, the Jets, 24. Without two, or without Jalen Waddle, Tua still gets it done. Duke Johnson, two touchdowns. Guy comes out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, gets signed and looks good. So their running committee gains a good back. The Dolphins still in the hunt for the playoffs. Looks good. Looks good for the Dolphins. And looks like the halftime broke for the Browns and the Raiders, and it looks like the Raiders are winning 10-0. Um, running the ball is not working for the Browns. They definitely thought they would come in like the Patriots, but no, the Raiders are kind of loading the box up and playing man and saying, Nick, go ahead and try it, bro. Go as, ahead and try it. As anyone with half a brain would do, I would argue. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So we got some exciting football coming up for the rest of the week. We have football tonight, Monday. We got football Tuesday. We got football Thursday. And we got football on Christmas Day. We have a wonderful slate of games. Beautiful. And there's no hockey. No hockey. 
<laughs> they have officially canceled every uh, cross-country game. So Canada and the United States are not playing. And they the rumor is, although it hasn't been fully confirmed, that uh, you are looking at no NHL players in the Olympics. Man. Which apparently China's being super strict and like crazy about what they want quarantine to be in the country. Like they're talking like two weeks on either side kind of thing. It's nuts. Oh, man. That's going to be tough. The Winter Olympics will be starting up February 3rd. And I'm sure I will be having 100 bets for you guys on that. Overseas, I am still. Not doing too good, but hey, I'll make it happen eventually. I thought about betting a cricket game because I read about it, but I thought you guys would not appreciate that loss. KHL's <laughs> back, baby. That's all I need. Yeah. Hit one today. Oh, there you go. All right. So for the next couple of games, I do want to ask you another quick, now that COVID went through these systems and whatnot, who do you got winning these games? The Washington football and the Eagles, they got pushed back. They had a couple COVID things, but they are, looks like both of them are 100%. Jalen Hurts proving game, right? Jalen Hurts proving game. I, uh, I like the Eagles to win and the Washington football team spread. Ah, okay. Do you think any of these games hit the over? Taylor I can Fade see down. it. I mean, again – I'm sure it's a low – isn't it like a 44-point spread in Philly, Washington? Yep, 44 and a half. Yeah, I can see that. Shit. Oh, quick basketball stuff right before we get into our picks of the week. Um, the NBA are going through a major COVID issue right now. A lot of players out. Do you think they should keep the additional five – player spot they should go from uh 13 active players to 17 i mean i think you just need to have an easier time calling people up from your g league affiliate yeah like that's what the nhl does they call people up from the ahl like it's not that hard the nfl calls people from their practice squad instead of expanding the active roster and changing the game too much just Call up people. Are you ready? Are you ready to see it happen? If the Hornets have any COVID issues, you might see Leangelo and Lamelo on the court at the same time. Oh, you talking Jello? Oh, Jello, yep. Jello and Mello playing together, baby. You ready to see it? God, no, but maybe. Dude. Mello will make his brother look like an NBA player. He will give him the passes, and he needs to just make the shots, and he could possibly stay in the NBA. This will be his shot if people get COVID and he could play. If any, if he has any shot, that would be it. Can't blow it. And Lamar and Lavar would be headlining. I think Good Morning America. He'd be on with Strahan. He's definitely on first take. He's going to be in there. Didn't I tell you? All three of my boys would be in the NBA. Officially active. All three of them. I actually I actually heard a 
like a somebody had a, a conspiracy theory that they are intentionally keeping Jello out of the league just because of Lavar Ball. You know, I I can kind of see that happen. Kind of see that happen because there's some guys in the NBA that's dude, what are you doing here? Guys that just sit on the bench forever and don't play any minutes. Why cannot? Why Leangelo can't have one of those spots? Just sit on the bench, play no minutes, just be active. I mean, Antetokounmpo's brother doesn't play all season, even through COVID. He's he still hasn't played any. <laughs> Come on now. Ridiculous. And your boy got some part-time work. You like that? Your boy is back? Your boy is back. Back of the week. How about that? We're starting a back of the week. Irving is back. He's going to be playing, but not in New York. Good for no, him. he did not get traded. He's just going to be part-time. Good for him. AD, fucking I, man, I can't wait. I can't wait till we go play the Heat, man. I can see you again. <laughs> all the stretches, just he's going to be there. Then after that, I have to wave goodbye to all his teammates as they all go to New York. Because <laughs> you can't be in the same plane with them. Like, he has to go meet them at all the plane, at all the places. He has to be there before and test and test and test. Hey, man, all that money you paid him, at least you're going to get something. <laughs> you guys ready for the Sage to be working up in all these locker rooms again? It's going to be fantastic, guys. First game, he's going to go for 30 and 20. Fuck it. Betting that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very sad that my boy can't come back till January, though. That's tough. Yeah, I I don't know how he I said feel he's about fine. That. He said he's fine. He said he could play tomorrow, but the team is holding him out. Yeah, that's interesting. It's an interesting move. Like I get it, but at the same time, like you know you're gonna have to like ramp him up minutes and man for the fans, for the hype, why wouldn't you, you know? Christmas Day, just put him out there to end the end the second quarter. And and the third, and then you're good. You got to give them something. You might as well do it right away. Stupid. What else you got for me? There's not really anything good ball related that I've seen. No, I was watching the Myrtle Beach Bowl, and I was like, gross. <laughs> Jay might Jay actually might be onto something here. I was gonna go whole like shut up let bulls play let these let us have more football what's wrong with you but the myrtle beach bowl with like some team from georgia where like they had to put their name and then put ga in parentheses so you know where they were from and shit like, yeah no it's kind of whack gophers play tomorrow though i think or no next tuesday all these yeah. bulls suck yeah, I, dude, I'm telling you, there's too many bowls. Going 500 should not be criteria for a bowl game. It's stupid. 
two games above 500. I think you should do that. I tend to agree. All right. So, you got picks? I got picks. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The money back guaranteed picks of the week. Yeah, I just spent four, five picks, four picks. All right. All right, Jay. What do you got for picks of the week? So tomorrow, well, tonight I'm on the wild. Uh, that we're not going to get the show out in time, but I am on the wild. I don't think they can lose four in a row. This is their last game probably before the Winter Classic. So I'm going to ride them. Uh, tomorrow I have uh, 22nd. Uh, tomorrow I have the Washington Capitals over the Philadelphia Flyers. I'm going to take them puck line and money line. That's minus 135 and plus 175. Philly is struggling before all this COVID stuff. I think Washington is just a deeper team. The 22nd, I'm going to take Dynamo Moscow minus one and a half over Otto. Uh, they're plus 140. And I'm going to take Ska minus 110 over Siska and Pickham. Siska uh, looks good, but they just got a couple new players. They just traded for Darren Dietz from HC Barris. Uh, really good player, but I think he's going to take time to fully mesh and gel into their system. And Ska has the hottest goalie in maybe KHL history. And then 23rd, I'm going to take Metalurg over Avangard. Avangard upset them last time. I don't think it'll happen again. I'm going to take Metalurg, and they are, they are plus 105. Not bad, not bad. Well, I'm going to get my Christmas Day schedule out the way. Um, we will be giving you two shows this week. I know the holidays, but we're still going to have two shows. So I'll give you all my NFL picks on all my Sunday NFL picks on Thursday. But going forward here, we got I'm going to take the 49ers over the Titans. They play Thursday, I think. I'm going to keep riding this. Titans suck. And... Uh, they have a very tough matchup against the 49ers. So that's game I'm very confident that the 49ers can win. Taking the Packers over the Browns. Um, Baker should be back. They should be back fully ready to go. But I think the Packers are still too much for the Browns. And then I'm going to take the Colts over the Cardinals. Um, yeah, Cardinals not looking good. And the Colts, after their big win against the Pats, they're going to keep on rolling. That's NFL. Then I got the NBA Christmas Day picks. Man, I'm excited for Christmas Day here. Um, I got the Knicks over the Hawks. I got the Bucks over the War or Bucks over the Celtics. And then I got the Warriors over the Suns. I got the Nets winning, and I have the Jazz over the Mavericks. I think I don't know why Dallas is on this. I, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Feels like Dallas is always on Sunday, on Christmas Day. Yeah. Even when they're playing bad. 
Mark Cuban must pay extra money, dude. Well, they have their own traditions. Ha, huh? so look at that. Look. Do like the NBA do. Throw three nice ones and then keep the traditional games in there. You know, throw the Knicks in there because they always play on Christmas Day and throw the Dallas in there. Yeah, dude, I uh, I get it because of COVID, but it would be nice to have some odds on the NBA for Christmas Day already. It's crazy that they don't have those odds out yet. And, you know, with COVID and everything, man, that roster can change tomorrow night. Uh-huh. That's how crazy this shit is. Oh, I know it. Yeah, they don't have odds passed today. Just shows the book we use doesn't want to lose money. Cowards. <laughs> Just straight hate on the book. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, that is uh, that is the end of this crazy COVID show that we've got going here. It's everywhere. It's, it's annoying. Yeah. Basically, we just got football now. We're hanging on by a fucking threat. We're going to be doing movie and music reviews next week if this keeps up. Hey, you said Spider-Man was good, right? Very good. I'm going to see it again maybe Wednesday. Because <laughs> I didn't get yeah. to see it. In, I didn't get to see it in the IMAX, but I didn't want to get spoiled. So I just got tickets wherever I could. So now I'm, now I'm trying to see it on the big screen. Epic. If you like Spider-Man, go see it. I've seen everyone. Yeah. Um, I've seen uh, Unforgivable on Netflix. Really good movie. I recommend that. Sandra Bullock. Can't miss. Hey, we can do this, man. We can do this. Perfect. <laughs> Over under she dies in the movie. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thank you for listening to Money Back Guaranteed. Make sure you check out our IG, money underscore back underscore podcast. We put all our picks on there. Um, looks like I'm going to have to wear a Santa suit Christmas, so I'll go ahead and post that for you guys. <laughs> Merry Pixness. Merry Pixness, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you on Thursday. <laughs>